the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. And so when we give out calls, you know, come to the altar, it's not just to come, there's a posture that resembles the brokenness we're feeling. And if there's no posture, if there's no, if there's no reaction, you got to wonder, is my heart even engaged? I mean, if you think what our state is considering, you think about the, the decadence of our family, you think what Disney is trying to promote, you think of the, the perversion, what's trying to be pushed on our kid. there should be a heaviness to fall on the ground. And see, it's not the falling or the alt, but there should be a positioning, correct? Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today's message on Regaining Lost Ground is titled, When a Beautiful Place Becomes a Broken Place. 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong." Please join us as Pastor Shane brings us hope through God's living word, encouraging us to keep our focus on Christ, allowing His Holy Spirit to live through us today. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. The title tonight has been really on my heart all week, When a Beautiful Place Becomes a Broken Place. And there's a lot of brokenness in the church right now, isn't there? And when you think of brokenness, it's not just physically. It's I'm broken physically. Anybody broken mentally, emotionally? Anybody broken by their circumstances? Circumstances. My health is good. Emotionally, I'm okay, but I'm 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 hurt. I'm broken. And thank God, Jesus is the shepherd to the shattered. He will build you up. He will strengthen you. And we have to remind ourselves of this. I just read this this morning. Jeremiah. Many of you know the the weeping prophet, Jeremiah. He said, "Since my people are crushed, I am crushed." Don't you feel like that sometimes in our nation? Since, since my people are crushed, I am crushed. I mourn and horror grips me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there, there no healing for the wound of my people? Now he's not talking about actual balm, physical balm, but spiritual balm in this case. There, there actually was a, a balm of Gilead for physical healings, and it's interesting in holistic medicine, and, and I won't get into all that, but you, there are many 
plant-based phytochemicals that can really lead to the body healing itself and different things. But anyway, um, so he, he's lamenting here and you see this beautiful promised land. They were going into the promised land. They had to carry grapes like this. Two men. They saw this bountiful area and now this broke, this beautiful place is now a broken, deserted place because they have drifted from God. And, and I feel his tears, don't you? I, I'm crushed because the people are crushed. I mourn. There's, there, there's horror grips me. There's no balm in Gilead. There's no physician. Why then is there no healing for the wound of my people? And so instead of putting this on the end, I want to talk about this up front. I actually did release a podcast on this you can listen to, but when does God heal? Why doesn't He heal? What, what's the, 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 the boundaries here, Shane? How, how does this work? And of course, I, I need a whole sermon on healing, but I think there's some important things to talk about because many of you are in a broken place right now. And these points can apply to spiritual things, emotional things, your circumstances. And something just in me gets a little upset sometimes when I, when I watch you know, people on television or uh, just go to certain events where it's just, if you just have enough faith, if you, have a, if, you just have, if you just have enough faith, you come up here, you will be healed if you just have enough faith. Now, isn't that somewhat true? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Jesus could not do many works there because of their unbelief. Have faith is a mustard seed. But the, the problem with saying that is you've got to make sure you cover some under, other areas. Because Scripture says faith, believe, you will receive. But it also says sin can cause disease. Or could God be teaching you through it? Could it be according to His sovereign plan? So we just can't, we can't label it with one solution because I take it to the Lord. It, what about if, is it, what about if it's demonic activity? Is faith gonna heal you? If there's a demonic stronghold, that has to be dealt with. So there's so many different things that can happen. So I want to just help you in this area. It's, it's been a tremendous help for me because like you, I've struggled through this, this whole area before praying for people, uh, and seeing some people healed, some people not, and, and so we have to remember one thing at the top of the list, a beautiful word. I'm going to talk about sovereignty, sin, Satan, stewardship, and seeking. These were all added just this morning, so they're not going to be up there. Sovereignty. We have to remember this when it comes to God breaking, God repairing those who are broken and, and getting you back to that beautiful state. There's something about God's sovereignty. So let's say, why am I not being healed? Or why is a person not being healed? Could it be that God and His sovereignty is doing something? How many people have come to a deeper, deeper relationship with the Lord because of their affliction? How many? Paul, Paul had an ailment. Something was going on. I mean, it could have been a demonic uh, issue there. We don't really know. He said, I pray three times. And if we got into the text, it's really interesting that a messenger of Satan... Has, has buffeted my flesh, leads me to believe that that could be a, a demonic type of thing. And maybe, you know, people question his eyesight. And, and God said, after three times of praying for it, my grace is sufficient. 
Paul was not healed. Paul. Do we get that? So I think it's really helpful to have a mental picture of what healing really is. First, does it fall under God's sovereignty? I don't know. I don't know either. That's why we seek Him when we find out and we keep pressing in. We keep having faith. We keep asking. But that's so important because with sovereignty comes teaching and timing. Has God ever taught you through difficulties? The sickness? Teaching and timing. Sin. Sin can stop the healing power of God. What I appreciate last night and when Yvette mentioned it is if you're, if you're holding on to bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness, a lot of those things can be toxic emotions. They, how, they, how they release adrenaline. How they, how they release these things in your body. They're actually bad for your body, believe it or not. Cortisol is rushing and, 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 just, and you're holding on to these things and, and, and how much of it is or sin if, if there's a besetting sin and God is, is chastising you to lead you to repentance. So if I just say, hey, come up here, have enough faith, you'll be healed. God says, no, hold on. He's got to deal with the sin in his life. Paul said, why are some of you sick and dead? Because you've taken the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner. So if you balance out all the Scripture, healing to me makes, makes a lot of sense. Because you don't get frustrated when one little thing doesn't, doesn't work. Or what about James? Go to the elders. Let the elders pray over you. Anoint you with oil. And if it's a sin, if it's, if it's a sickness caused by sin, you'll be healed because you're confessing. So we have to be just careful in this area. So sovereignty, sin can prevent it. A Satan, demonic. And how do we know, Shane, what it is? Well, you take it to the Lord in prayer and fasting. And I believe He's showed people before. I've got a demonic stronghold I need to deal with. Uh, he, he's showed those things to me before. Like, you know, this is, this is something... When you know it's something you just can't beat, it's beating you. When it's continually harassing, when it's more than just a temptation, there's a stronghold there that is really ruling and reigning in your life. This is going to take some serious work. And so you have to deal with that satanic type of stronghold. What about that woman bent over? Remember? Can you imagine? Have you seen those people walk like that? It's terrible. And they're walking. Why should this woman... A child of Abram who has been bound, think of it, these 18 years, not be set free by the power of the Gospel. And Jesus said, woman, thou art loosed from your infirmities. And she stood up straight. Had nothing to do with her faith. And then we could get real into some interesting texts about you being intercessors. How many people were healed in the Bible that weren't even praying? weren't even exercising their faith. They're sick. They're about ready to die. The man finds Jesus. Jesus, come quick. Okay, I'll come with you. No, no, no. Just speak the Word and my servant will be healed. I'm a man in authority and under authority. And if I just speak this Word, they will be healed. So you see all the, interse- what, the power of intercession. Could somebody be set free tonight by your prayers? I don't, I'm, a, I'm a, just a guy that believes the Bible. Call me a simple man. Call me uneducated. But I believe the Word of God. And there's power in believing in God's Word. Now, hold on, buckle up, and sit down. It might get a little convicting. 
stewardship, stewardship of this. If our lifestyle causes disease, if our lifestyle choices cause disease, I think one of the top things I pray for a lot around the last 10 years is is type 2 diabetes. And I believe God can set free. I believe He can heal right then. I remember a gentleman who was going for heart surgery, I believe, and we prayed and his arteries were clean and and he was not in good shape physically. And God just did a miraculous thing. And so I, I never doubt that. But we also have to remember that if we don't steward our bodies correctly, type 2 diabetes is actually diet related. So we can pray, but how do you know that the, 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 the healing is not going to come from different choices about stewarding our body? How do, how do we know that? I mean, I've been praying, you know, I'll share it maybe at the health seminar and I've, I leaked out a little bit, but I've been praying, you know, for probably two years now and just my eyesight getting better, my foot stopped falling asleep, sweating, different things. And I look up, it's, it's, it's the, like the top signs of diabetes are coming. Like, well, hello, me of all people. But I know why. Getting a little slack and lazy, but I've been praying. I'm praying, God says, Shane, change your, change your lifestyle. Let your body heal itself. Now, please don't misunderstand. I'm not saying that's the answer for everything. But think about it. If we're praying for things that are, life, that are caused by our lifestyle, wouldn't it make sense to change our lifestyle to lead to healing and repair? So many times I think we pray for something, we just don't want to take the action on stewarding our body or stewarding our choices or our lifestyle. I've saw it so many different times now, the top diseases out there now are diet-related. Did you know that? Cancer, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, all, they're diet-related. They're lifestyle-related. So again, we will still pray for you. We will believe it. I don't go, you know, I'm not going to pray. you got to you know, stop eating those donuts. We'll pray for cancer. We'll pray for it. And I believe it. I don't, I, don't, I don't even have a doubt in my mind. But I do often, sometimes I wonder, what about if God is wanting us to make some changes? And this is kind of a, a wake-up call. And so that's the whole scope of healing. You have to look at all these different things. And then the final thing I put here, seeking. Uh, to me, sometimes pain can drive us to the cross. How many of you in pain or wanting healing or breakthrough or set free or the strongholds release drives you to Jesus? Now, be careful. Many times it pushes you away. Anyone become discouraged? Defeated? I just want to give up. This is not going to, this is not working. God, this is not working. But if we use that, that to draw us to the cross, draw us to that deeper relationship, I, I, I sometimes thank God for the pain in my life that has happened over the years. Thank God for the pain. And most of you know, how, how do you, how do you build muscle? Is there pain involved? Is there pain involved with, isn't that interesting? What? That, I don't like that. I don't like that. What are you doing? You're actually tearing the muscle fibers, pain, and then they rebuild while you sleep to compensate next time for the load you're putting on them. Pain. Pain. I remember hearing a story. I don't remember what this disease is called. But this mom had a daughter who felt no pain. And she would burn her fingers. I think, I think she was missing a few fingers or things because she just didn't feel anything. 
She didn't feel anything. And you would think, oh, that's great. But the mom is crying and pleading, I wish my daughter felt pain. Think about that. I wish my, that was her prayer. A mom's prayer, I wish my daughter felt pain. God, please let her feel pain. See, what's the pain do? Oh, that's hot. That's not a good spot to go. I don't like that. That hurts. And God will use that pain. And so what I was talking about tonight is, is the garden. The garden of Gethsemane from Matthew 26, beginning in verse 36. I want to, I want to just read it because this is, think about this as we're reading. This beautiful place, this beautiful place that Jesus went to for three years. They said it's a Sabbath day journey from Jerusalem, which is about only a half mile because they had rules you could only travel so far. So it's a half mile up on, on the Mount of Olives, looking down at Jerusalem, this beautiful garden. Jesus would go there and commune with God. Go there maybe sometimes all night in this beautiful place. Not this evening. It's a very, very broken place, a very hard place. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be in sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Hold on that one for a minute. The Gethsemane. You know what it means? An olive press. You think the olive press is painful for the olive? Think about that. And not until that olive is pressed and broken does the oil flow out. Oh, that's a sermon. If I had time, I could tell you about the anointing of God flowing through a broken vessel. Broken. Broken of self. Broken of pride. Emptied of self. And out of that that brokenness comes this this anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. I, I don't believe God will anoint a prideful person. Now, I'm not saying a person who struggles with pride. Amen? But a prideful, I got this. I can handle this. And that's why I believe many times He takes us through our different roads of brokenness. What broke you won't break me. Or maybe it will. I just didn't go through that situation. Some people, He'll break them financially. Some people, He'll break them relationally. Or a combination. Some people, He'll, he'll break them. Thank God for brokenness. Thank God for God breaking us and, and spanking us. To some, He might just embarrass you completely at work. Humble you. This isn't working. And through that brokenness, God begins to chip away that pride. Jesus would go there and, and build strength. He would build up His strength and now it became a painful place. But something really stood out. He began to be sorrowful and, and troubled to the point of death. And I thought, if Jesus needed to pray, how much more 
if Jesus needed to pray, and I don't mean a quick prayer. I mean, if Jesus needed to go somewhere and communicate with God, let me tell you, as God is my witness, that is the only reason I stand before you tonight. Preaching with boldness is because of that time with God. If I lose that, I lose everything. I will just be a motivational speaker. I'll miss the fire of God, the anointing of God, the unction, the hunger for God. You miss it. That time with God, that, that fuels you up, that refills you. And I, I re- recommended David McIntyre's book before, if you can get it, The Hidden Life of Prayer. And just let it change your heart. He talks about a, a quiet place, a quiet heart, and a quiet hour. Do you have all three of those? Try to shoot for that. And then we can continue to read, going a little further. And Matthew goes on to say, going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, my Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken away from me. Think about that. Jesus was born to die. The fulfillment of prophecy is coming true. Golgotha, the place of the skull, the cross is coming soon. And he said, Father, can you, the, basically it's, it's the cup of God's wrath is, is Old Testament imagery. Pouring the cup of God's wrath and take this cup from me. I don't want to go through this. Nevertheless, or I believe this translation, yet, Yet I will trust you. Yet, I, yet, not what I will, but what you will. I think some of you tonight need to find a nevertheless. You need to find a yet. And stop, stop arguing with God. Stop fighting God and just say, nevertheless, I feel this way, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to seek you. Then He returned to His disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with Me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Isn't that interesting? The famous verse. Many people know this verse. They've heard this verse. It has to do with praying. Wait a minute. Could praying strengthen me spiritually? Is it, could that be the key I'm missing? Could that be the engine that runs my train? Could that, or drives my car, or what? I mean, could that, could that be the missing ingredient? Could that be the missing element? And I'll tell you, if you're getting more social media than time with God, you will be influenced in a, in a very unhealthy direction. Fear, anxiety, what's going on? That time with God is so important. But this, this is, maybe it's me, but this is amazing. He fell on his face. Our Lord and Savior fell on his face. And so here's, here's my point I talk about often. Our posture does reflect our heart often. And so when we give out calls, you know, come to the altar, it's not just to come, there, there, there's a, there's a posture that resembles the brokenness we're feeling. And if there's no posture, if there's no, if there's no reaction, you gotta wonder, is my heart even engaged? 
I mean, if you think what our state is considering, you think about the, the decadence of our family, you think what Disney is trying to promote, you think of the, the perversion, what's trying to be pushed on our kids, there should be a, there should be a, a, a heaviness to, to fall on the ground and see it's not the falling or the alt, it's, it's just, but there should be a positioning, correct? You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.